listening to the AfterBuzz TV Network. Now the largest new media platform on the web and your number one source for after-show entertainment. Very good, Keith. Johnson. The AfterBuzz Studios in Los Angeles, California, presented by Maria Menounos and Bing.com, and streaming live thanks to Akamai Technologies, this is AfterBuzz TV for 16 and Pregnant. We'll break down tonight's episode and get you all the latest news and gossip. If you'd like to buzz in on tonight's show, you can buzz us at 424-256-1729. That's 424-256-1729. And now, another post-game wrap-up show for your favorite TV show. It's After Buzz TV 16 and Pregnant After Show. Yay, we're back. And just as I'm bringing up my notes, perfect timing. Hello, everybody. I've just been informed that this is season four, episode 12, which sometimes I don't remember the little details, but I remember that it is Christina, and we're going to start talking about But first, uh, as you know, my name is Ed Bowling, and Bing is for doing it. We're doing another 16 and pregnant. Christina, I would like to introduce my lovely host over Isabel. here. Isabel. Isabel. Hello, everybody. Hello, everyone. <clears throat> so... This oh, Ronnie. Ron, oh, Ronnie Jr. Media coming from the booth with the booth courage. Hello, uh, the what? <laughs> booth courage? Yeah, yeah. See, you close the, the, you close the door, lock it, and then talk smack. Oh, I'm oh. able to sit out there with you. I host about five shows here on After Buzz just because you ain't here. No, no, Calm no. down, son. No, no I'm I mean, see, look at you. See, <laughs> see how he's talking smack? You're right. I'm more of a man in the back here right. in the booth. I can't get in where? there with the beat down. Oh, got it. Because you're locked. Yeah. You know, because in the booth, I'm back here uh, running the whole operation with, with a you know t-shirt and hat, but but no pants. So you're you're right; it is a little awkward back here. No but but real quick, private, more private, more yes. more too much information. But I did want to say before you guys talk about this great 16 and pregnant show, which uh, was really fun last time we did it. I just wanted to tell you guys that first. Appreciate, appreciate. Um, it was fun. Another fun thing we did, we just got back from the uh, prep over at the W Hotel. The MTV gifting suite is yes. something we're going to do for the next two days, Thursday and Friday. Lots of our After Buzz shows, even some from the MTV family, mm-hmm. will be over there. So it is basically for the MTV Movie Awards. It's the gift suite, W Hotel. And we really worked hard to set it up, you guys, so it looks really nice. Mm-hmm. I smell a little bit like sweat because of it, but, you know, it's going to be a putting fun Thursday. <laughs> You're putting in work. Yeah. That's it, good, man. That's good. So just to let our After Buzz fans know about that, I thought <clears throat> they would appreciate it. Well, you know what? I'll take that opportunity to actually say that it's it's volunteer hard work like that that we like and we appreciate Ronnie's Junior Media, and also it can be rewarded by all of our viewers out there, right? Oh, and you know who really does it? Marissa movies, Marissa Serafini. She is just you know the star of this operation. Oh, she just she just peeked in on me over she here. Did. Yeah, so her, her ears she said get, she said get back to sixteen and pregnant. Her ears are ringing. <laughs> well, no, I was going to say that uh, to support great effort like you did uh, setting up the suite, volunteer work like that, is our viewers can use the whole Amazon thing. And what's funny about it is that I talk about the Amazon thing every show, and I give the little thing you know what, that we talk about. And I went to buy something on Amazon. Uh-huh. Was it last night? Uh huh. I bought something on Amazon. It was for work. And then as soon as I finished the purchase, Isabel goes, "Did you click on the AfterBuzz banner?" And I'm like, "Oh no, I forgot." 
<laughs> and I totally forgot. But good news, the transaction was declined because they said it looked like fraud. Oh, hell to the no. Yes. Uh-huh, uh-huh. That's what Ed's calling and it. And so it's now. declined. No, it was fraud. They it's said fraud. I showed you the email. Visa declined. Okay, keep it moving. Anyway, long story short, <laughs> go to AfterBuzzTV.com. If you're going to go buy something from Amazon, go there first. Click on the banner on the top right side, like that's kind of the upper side on the right. And then that way, whatever you buy on Amazon costs you the same amount, but then some of the proceeds come to uh, After Buzz and, and help us out in this whole volunteer sort of thing that we got going here. <clears throat> so that, I got that, I got that out of the way. Look at that. That's good work, right? Uh, okay, so, but now what we want to talk about. Yeah, I got, I got. I got an audience out there. Mm. Um, is our our friend Christina, which this had to be? I mean, it was it was easily one of the saddest episodes. Yes, you know, um, we you actually one of the things you compared it to right away was Farah, mm-hmm. whose fiance also mm-hmm. passed away. I don't I don't remember if actually if if he was her fiance, but the baby daddy passed away. Right. <clears throat> And, uh, you know, so that was sad, too. Of course, I don't know. I don't remember, you know, Ferris didn't have the same sort of heaviness that this one had. No, simply because they didn't share the pregnancy together. I mean, they weren't together. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that's true. They had broken up and there was all kinds of issues for them in the beginning. But in this case, man, we had what looked to be a very young but true romance starting according to what they were telling us. You know, they're getting ready to go to the prom and she's buying a prom dress and he's buying her an engagement ring. Mm-hmm. And ask I mean, they didn't go to prom yet and they're getting engaged and she said yes because I know he's my soulmate. Um, you know, in this is in the beginning uh of the episode where she's describing everything that you know Right. She's letting us know how she yeah, met him. How she met him. Um and Which you know we find out she um uh, Daniel is and Dottie's husband's yes. brother. Yes. So it's like a family union. <laughs> exactly, exactly. And they, you know, they were, uh, you know, joined at the hip. They did mm-hmm. everything together. They went everywhere together. And as a result, she spent a lot of time mm-hmm. at his family, Todd's mm-hmm. family. Um, and this is in Texas, uh, near Louisiana border. And you can hear it in all their accents. <clears throat> They've got these strong, you know, southern accents. But, uh, the thing, the thing that is really a big part of this show—not just the the death of the baby daddy, which we'll talk about, but the relationship that Christina has with her mom, or maybe doesn't have, depending on how you look at it—but it is really difficult for Christina and her mom. They have, you know, but it's it's difficult in a, a way that you know, not most of the relationships that we've seen that are difficult on the show. It's difficult, you know, they're not like mean to each other, right? Well, yeah. Well, I think we're getting a little ahead of ourselves because we we can discuss her relationship with her mom because I feel like that only happened after this big after the incident. Yes. Okay, and she tells us that pretty much in the beginning. So, um, so Todd, the baby daddy, and Christina have this you know really nice young love relationship, and then they're at the beach in Galveston, Texas, mm-hmm. and then there's a riptide. So they're swimming. There's a riptide. That comes up, and then they be she as she describes it. They both begin to drown, and the next thing she knows, she blacked out. And the next thing she knows, she she realizes is she's being rescued by a lifeguard, and she comes you know comes back conscious on the beach, but also sees that Todd's not there. They do not find Todd that day. Right, uh, his body washes up later. 
Okay. And so he, this young kid, I don't remember how old he is, Mm -hmm. but this, you know, young kid died. Now she was already pregnant. Your co-op connections card. It's a passport to money saving features. What is a co-op connections card? It was nothing. All right. And so it was me being on Gamefly, um, the the website Gamefly that we have. Really uh, well, Gamefly we is just... a we- Gamefly is a website that we have that if you do slash AfterBuzz TV, you get the 15 day free trial. So if you want to, yes. you know, do your Gamefly thing with the Wii or um, any kind of game console that you have. So that's what I was doing, and I didn't realize they had an ad on the thing because oh. I was doing I was doing investigative homework to tell oh, you guys. Just heard, uh, we just heard a window close. <laughs> Yeah. Well, you heard the window close after you heard the commercial, and the commercial was on the Gamefly I site. And I, like, I'm sorry, guys. We just announced the death, and here he is. Oh the no, no! I it's definitely the, wasn't trying to be funny. I was trying to be ready for the time that Ed was going to tell no, us about Gamefly. That's, so that's good. Sorry, because guys. You, you totally justified the little the little <laughs> break there. So no problem. So that was our Gamefly break. But just bad timing. No, that's cool. Back back to the to episode. So so this young man who's very well liked and loved, and in this you know. Young love relationship passes away, drowns, and this is when we start. They start, you know, show the shows. The live portion starts. Where we start showing, watching the people live. <clears throat> it, it happened like six months ago. Yeah. Okay. And so this is so super fresh. You know, the first, uh, the first scene is 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 that the first scene is when she's at her uh, her aunt's house mm-hmm. and she's talking to uh, Daniel. And then to uh, to Dottie, it's Dottie, right? Not Betty, Dottie. Dottie, uh huh. Yeah. And that was at that moment, I realized, whoa, wait a minute, because you know, you hear about somebody died or whatever, and then, and it just it seems like that's far, but this just happened. Just happened, which you know, we do see what a few flashes where it's her and Todd. So I'm wondering if MTV was already part of this. Oh, well, either that or it was, like, video that they had. Right. Like, home videos that they had. I mean, did it look like it was... I want to say it did. I was just so confused because I just feel like, you know, she... We find out that she is only six months pregnant, like all the 16 and pregnant episodes that we watch. They come in at six months pregnant. And he basically just passed away, what, four months? A month? I mean, four months or five months ago because she knew she was pregnant and he knew she was pregnant. Yes. It is so fresh. It's like yeah. it happened yesterday. No, it's it's very fresh. And um, so everybody, you know, I'm just looking at the show and I'm thinking, wow, you know, not only are they having to deal with it's enough to deal with a 16 year old that's pregnant. Now there's a death, too. I'm thinking, OK, everybody's broken. Right. Everybody's damaged and hurting everybody because they all love this kid. Even her parents and family mm-hmm. loved him. And so there's there she is at the table with his brother and and his auntie uh, who, who married his brother. And they're actually, you know, the conversation they have, I thought Daniel was very <laughs> like had it together. You know, she was like she was complaining about her mom because she doesn't get along with her mom. She stays over at her aunt's house all the time, really clings to her aunt. Okay. well, I I, I don't think she necessarily says I don't get along with mom. I'm just I connect more with Dottie. But I think it was mostly because Daniel lived there. And wait, 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 you think that she didn't start until staying there all the time until after Todd left? Oh, yeah. She said it. She said it. I decided to move in with my aunt. 
And but you don't think you you didn't see that as because of her mom, the situation with her mom. But well, she decided to stay with her aunt to live with her aunt once Todd passed away. Yeah. And then I mean, unless we're going into discussing why, I don't. I think like first we have to talk about everything else. But I feel like this was her way of just running away from having to deal with this death. Wow. Dottie and and Todd, and she mentions it throughout the show, nobody understands me, nobody yes. understands me. Don't push her to do yeah. that. And I think, you know, a mom doesn't feel like that's the right way to deal with it. Yeah. You know, the mom is like, I know she's going to break any minute. She's pregnant. I, I you know, and... and well, the, and, which mom are you talking about? Are you talking about Todd's mom or her mom? Her mom. Yes. I mean, both. But that's I, true, but, yes. but I think... She decides to not be around her mom because the closest thing to Todd is her mom. She was the one present when this happened. True. So seeing her is like, and she says it, I don't want to talk about it because I don't want to go back to that day. And I think facing her mom is like seeing it all over again. Well, and her mom can't, her mom breaks down. Her mom, it's every single time. The first time we see the mom, they're having lunch or whatever in the restaurant and her mom's crying and talking about the day. Right. You know, and I'm like, okay. I can understand, and maybe they're making her talk about it right now because they're on camera, but it has been six months ago. You know, six months later, you don't relive it still every moment. She was talking about it like, well, I just remember that I saw every you guys, moment, and then I was scared, moment. and then, but, you know. But he, that, that's the thing here. You have two persons that lived it. Yes. The mom lived losing a daughter, basically, because yeah, she thought yeah, she yes. was losing a daughter and a grandchild. And then when she realizes, and I think it's the whole sense of emotions of guilt. Yes. Of g- guilt because she they went there because she wanted to go, because she invited them. And then guilt because, oh, my God, I was so relieved to see that you were alive. And then totally forgot about Todd. Yes. And then I remember about Todd. I mean, there's so many things. So I, I you know, there was no part of me that felt... Uh, annoyed or upset whenever the mom was around trying to talk about it because I just felt like she's dealing with it too but I I don't think these people knew how to deal with it like you both have to probably get help separately and then yes. come together and deal with it I but, can't believe you know, we agree on you something you can't <laughs> try to see each other and ignore it this yeah. is uh, the closest thing you have to it. Yeah, it's true. And I, you know, you know there's well, a lot. And Daniel talked about, and and we can talk out of order too on this stuff because it was, you know, the, yeah, there was this was definitely not an episode or a sixteen and pregnant where we're focusing at the fact that there's a sixteen year old that got pregnant. Yeah, I mean, I don't think this episode taught anyone anything to anyone. No. Like, oh, when you get pregnant, this is how bad. This had nothing to do with being pregnant. Yeah, it really which didn't. I don't know. What the purpose of this was for MTV, if they're sticking with the 16 and pregnant? Right. You know what? I I looked at it like it's, you know, when I was watching it, I was really glued to the story. Right. You know, so it it had since it had a 16 year old pregnant girl. Right. Then I think they saw that it had entertainment value. But if you yeah. had hundreds of stories, would this being one that you chosen to put in this season? To put in 16 and pregnant yes. reality show. I mean... Maybe I, do part, a special edition of Sixteen and Pregnant, and 16 then Sixteen and Pregnant and Grieving something yeah. because I don't think this belonged in our Sixteen and Pregnant. Yeah, it, it definitely was not like it. But maybe, well, how about the fact that maybe that's good? Maybe you know, it's not a cookie cutter Sixteen and Pregnant. It's like, hey, you know what? This once the you the reality of the baby comes on board, everything in life that is good or bad 
Mm-hmm. The baby is still there. You know what I mean? So so it's definitely different than, you know, there was no focus on how we're going to pay for diapers. How are we going to, who's going to help me None. when I have to wake up and sleep? You right. Know, and we never get to see, which it's, you know, part of their trend every episode we see the hours every two hours we get to see how the mom and the dad acts the first few days of this we don't get to see any of that right right no and and it was you know it was very different i mean she was in the hospital a month but let's let's yeah let's talk about the fact okay like um how each person and daniel even said it he goes because remember todd's mom came over and she right. was just a wreck. She couldn't even stop crying while she was talking to Christina. Mm-hmm. And Christina is there, and she's trying to explain to the mom why she just doesn't want to talk about it. Because the mom, Todd's mom, is worried, look, I'm afraid that you're going to, like, bust, you know, unless you let mm-hmm. out some of the stress or whatever. And she, you know, she's crying, and then and then Christina starts to cry a little bit, but explains, you know, she just doesn't see the point in talking about it because she doesn't understand why God would take away this person that she, you know, why would God give me this person and take him away? Mm-hmm. I mean, she's really struggling with some big concepts, right? And so then Todd's mom has to, you know, she has to step out. She goes, I have to have to leave the room. I'm sorry. So she leaves. Then Daniel, who, you know, I don't know, he was the older brother, you know, and. You know, I don't have, I didn't grow up with a brother, but I've seen, I got a lot of cousins and brothers, you know, and they have, they love each other. Mm-hmm. Like they have a brotherly love, but they also are, they fight, you know, mm-hmm. and they beat each other up mm-hmm. and they, you know, and all this stuff. So it's like, I, I don't really know what Daniel is feeling, but I think he feels like responsible to make sure everybody's okay a little mm-hmm. bit, you know, like he keeps reminding Christina, like, look, I know your mom drives you crazy, but that's your mom. That's your mom. And you only have one. Mm-hmm. You know, I mean, he keeps coming through with these real simple, clear, wise statements. You know, right. I was impressed. It was like he was standing outside this whole box and realizing yeah. this is a girl that needs a lot of help right now. Yeah. And if one negative thing you say or, or, or anything you say that she may take it the wrong way, you're out of her life for right now. Yes. So I don't think him or Dottie wanted to even push her to speak to her mom or push her to talk about it because they knew. Yeah. When that happens, she leaves. Yeah, I agree. And I think that I think also that they were maybe uh, emotionally mature enough to know that, OK, I may have needs, but her needs are greater. And mm-hmm. that's where the mom wasn't able to do it. To me, the mom kept trying to get her needs which met. Which is understandable. Which is understandable, but I don't. I think my, my response when I saw the mom at like three quarters of the way through the episode was yours. It was like, you know what? I, I thought the mom needs to talk to somebody else. Mm-hmm. She needs therapy mm-hmm. because what she doesn't know how to do is she doesn't know how to, how to contain what she's feeling. Right. It's just right. all over. You know, it's just, and it's okay, but... It doesn't help the people that also have issues. You know, it's just right. But 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 see, that's what I keep saying. Like, I don't think we can compare um, Dottie and Daniel's and Daniel's mom's feelings compared to one to this woman, the mom True. who was there. Right. I mean, obviously, she's not the one that lost a child. She right. didn't lose her child. Right. So part of her can still be upset because her child's hurting, and she may have lost half of her child in the moment because she's so blanked out. But she did not lose a child. Yeah. But she saw it. <laughs> yeah, and she also said that she feels responsible Very because she responsible. feels like she was supposed to protect her. See, and that's, I think she has more to deal with than yeah. her own daughter. You she's think the open, mom yes. has more than she's Christina? She's over here thinking 
he died because of me. Christina never thinks that. The only thing she thinks is, why didn't I die with him? Which, you know, I understand that's hard. Or, or, or dealing with the whole where most people usually go and blame yeah. the other power, higher power, and try yeah. to, you know, hate. And this is the mom. You know, she said it. And when she said it, I was like, oh, that has to be the worst feeling to live with. I don't even think therapy helps. Yeah, that's when true. you're just sitting there saying, if we had just stay home or if I'm the adult, I'm the one that's responsible for you. Yeah. That's worse than anything else. <laughs> You're blaming yourself for somebody's death. Yeah. And you know, how do you repair that time? There's no time frame. There's no, that's a tough one. Cause this whole time I was looking at it. Like the worst part was for Christina because she has Todd's baby. She can never get away from, she can't, you know, get, it's like she can't. And I, I, but I do feel like the mom can get she can get past it but you know and and of course they both can can get past it it's just that i feel like with the baby christina's you know getting over everything is going to be a lot longer mm-hmm. and harder but um it, so i did I, I really liked daniel's role i was really impressed with him i mean he wasn't the baby daddy but you know he stepped in and, and played like a really good strong father figure strong uncle type person mm-hmm. um and <clears throat> you know when the mom when his mom try to talk to her he i remember he said this he goes you know what he goes i'll never understand what it's like yeah. to be a mom he goes i don't get it and then somebody i think it was Dottie in the room said well she just uh she she's she can express her feelings really well she's able to talk about it and he said something like yeah well i'm not so sure if that's good or bad right you know something like that and uh and then he goes out to talk to his mom but he just he seemed really aware and and, and I, I was impressed with him but Okay, so then she she you know she keeps trying to she tries to keep her life going, right? And so now she's why was she trying to go to college? Why was she going to the no, college? No, she was trying to get her GED, and I think when she walked in, it wasn't clear as to why are you here. Okay, and then that's why they asked, "Are you have you graduated college?" And this is I mean high school, and she's just yes. like. What about those nosy college tour guides? I was like, okay, yes, find out everything about the school and ask her that. But then she's like, so uh, you're pregnant. Well, where's your boyfriend? I'm like, what? Well, really? <laughs> and then they're, then the mom and the daughter have to look at each other and go, uh, he's dead. And then the girl's like, Which I kind of feel like they should have stopped there. Yes. The mom, I think this was the opportunity for the mom to basically let it out to someone that has nothing to do with the family or anything. It's like this mom is crying for help. Yes. The whole time, like somebody, and then you you turn, it was so hard to look at Christina. I guess no emotion. Never. Yeah. She was really shoving Never. it in. Never. I I, she, she was feeling numb. She was feeling numb. Never. Uh, you know, she says that later, but, you know, her mom definitely smothers her. You know, smother, smother, smother. And that's why she's like, I think the baby and the death of her boyfriend made her feel like, you know what? No, this is way too much. I cannot handle my mom. Mm -hmm. I got to go. So, I mean, that just made her strong Mm -hmm. enough to say, no, no, mom, you're not. I'm not letting you smother me. I mean, remember, her mom is she's getting out of the car. Okay, from taking her to the college thing, and she's like, "Okay, I'm gonna call you later." And she and her and she goes she to her mom. I know you will. And she's like, "Do you have your phone?" And she just closes the door. She's like, "You know, I got my phone." And she's walking off. And the mom's like, "Okay." Yeah. Um. So, uh, the next thing, next big thing that happens is she begins to feel uh, contractions. Well, and- no. Let's focus on the fact that they're planning this baby shower. 
Oh, yeah. They're planning this baby shower, which seems all pretty and all nice. And we're like, okay, baby shower. But, you know, it's the first time that the mom sounds very afraid to even share her emotions or her feelings. I think at this point she got the hint. Yes. Well, yeah, because that was right after she dropped her off in the car and she said, I'll call you. She's like, I know you will. Yeah, and she's been calling. And she's been calling for days and days. And, you know, she wants to uh, help out with the baby shower and all this stuff. Right. And, you know, wants to be involved in the planning and everything. And so you're right. And then that's when she's sitting in her bed and she answers her mom's call. Right. And, man, the conversation that they have. I mean, it was hard. Like, I just felt it. For the mom, mostly, yeah, because really. I kind of feel like, you know, this is the part where Christina is being very strong. And yes. you can obviously be very strong. Yes. So why make it so much worse for someone that can't handle it? You know, it was just like when the mom is at this point so afraid to say the wrong thing. Yeah, she is. She, she started out the conversation. Yeah, Don't be mad at she me. Knows, she knows, you know, it's like she's going crazy here what can i do or say for her to stop pushing me away yes it's kind of like a mom that's tried everything and it hasn't worked yes she's just like please don't hang up and please don't get mad and go i i want to say something yeah because it's obviously she's not i don't think she's a mean mom or a bad mom you know she's a little too uh micromanaging smothering a little bit right Well, i think it must have happened after the death though it's kind of like oh because now yeah now she's like scared she said that on the phone she said i'm scared that something else like at mm-hmm. Galveston is going to happen again, mm-hmm. and she and she I even said it was my fault. It's so much. She has I, so much you know more what? to yeah. deal with I, than Christina. I think that the thing you're right that made it really bad for her mom was her leaving. Yeah, and I think for the mom, yes, therapy will help, but they will help her learn how to live with the guilt. What a, will it ever go away? No. But what? Yeah, what a jacked up situation, right? You've got your mom who feels guilty that she didn't protect you and then now she smothers you but you but she reminds you of the the worst day of your life when you lost Mm -hmm. your boyfriend and so you can't be around her and so now their needs are in conflict right and it's definitely like you know the way christina acts towards her is like she really blames her for some of it she never says it yeah you're right why else why else definitely cannot stand her yeah yeah, and she and and then later when she's in the hospital bed, she says, "I don't know what it is, mom. I don't know, I don't what, know what it is." I don't know what it is. It's like she can't. Stand it's just her. a feeling. It's like a, I think part of it never wanted to even admit it or say it or even think it. Like I blame my mom. But I did, like you said, Christina was being strong on that phone call. Her mom was, you know, immediately said, "Don't be mad. It's just that I feel this and I feel that, and I'm scared and I feel guilty and all this stuff and I and blah blah blah." And then she says to her mom. Why is it? How could it be? You're talking about how you feel and what you're going through. What about me? You know, and and she, I felt like I said, I was still under feeling like Christina's situation is worse because it's going to take longer. She's got the baby and she hasn't even dealt with it yet. Right. It's too hard. You know, and so, you know, plus she's younger. The mom is older and, you know, understands more. So that that makes it harder, too. But. In this time, that's that's when things get stressful or, you know, she's stressed, whatever, and she goes into early contractions. Yeah. Right? Goes to the hospital. And I don't know if you've ever seen this, but the doctor says, well, uh, he said, because uh, I wrote down, that it's, it's, it's gro- your baby is growth restricted and there's low fluid. Mm-hmm. And she says to the doctor, but the baby's going to be okay, right? He says, I don't, I don't know. know. 
I was like, oh, man. I mean, I felt like, okay, he had to say what he had to say, but ow. Uh, And, you know, they never say it directly, but I felt like, you know, this whole situation with the baby being in distress and in trouble is because what happened? Well, that's why I was, you know, a little upset with this doctor. When you go to doctors and you're pregnant, they try to really act like therapists in a way, find out what's in your environment. Are you married? Do you have a boyfriend? Do you have a husband? We didn't hear any of that. They really take all... Well, we never get to hear any of that in any of these meetings. But I'm saying the background for people that don't know and never been pregnant is they do keep notes of all of this. Right. Because they want to know what kind of environment you're living in. I mean... It's, they're not going to stop if they don't agree, but they just want to know. So when you come in, like she did, yes. and I'm having early contractions, this stupid doctor knows, well, we know what she's been going through. We know her fiance died. Yes. We know all this. This is why, you know, and you don't have answers like, well, I don't know. <laughs> you know, this is the person that's been with you the entire six, seven, eight months at this point and is nice with you it's a friend and it's saying you know we're gonna try we don't know what could work you know not just an i don't know answer yeah he just said yeah he just set that out spit that out right away for i don't know and uh yeah i just thought that i I did i thought that was harsh i mean again we have it's it's weird we have a lot of nice people but everybody's causing stress Mm -hmm. and and everybody needs things and nobody can meet anybody's needs because everybody's hurting right you know, and then, you know, we had the doctor that he didn't need to do that, but he did it anyway. So but he confirmed that she was in labor. Yeah. At what was this? Seven months? Uh, she's actually at um, six months, which also a lot of premature babies. It is very dangerous to no seven. She was a seven because it's very dangerous to give birth at seven, but not so much at six. Something like that. And I may be saying it wrong. Maybe okay. it's better to give birth at eight I mean, at seven, oh. but not so much at eight. I, I do remember that it's a month before. Uh-huh. That is better than the month after. Got it. So got I wasn't it. sure if this was. You remember that it's backwards. Right, it's, right. Because you know. I, I always thought how weird that they prefer you to give birth a month before versus the next month, which I guess is the process of when the baby is doing something different. Right, right. But when we find out that she has to stay in the hospital for a month. No, no, no. More than, yeah, yeah. A month and a half to two months. I was like. I was like, are you in kidding bed? me? Like, yeah, is I was, this a special place? Yeah. Like, like rehab almost? Like, do you get to walk around? Do you have, do you, can you, <sighs> I don't know. I was thinking the same thing. Like, two months in a hospital room for a woman who's already sad and depressed and like, Gosh. dude, she is going to, it's horrible. Just, and uh, she, so she's there because they have to give her drugs to stop the labor. Right. They want the baby to get bigger. Mm-hmm. Okay. And so... <clears throat> Because at this point, we find out it's only two pounds. Yeah, it's only a two-pound baby, less than three pounds. Ugh. And and also, the um, the hospital is very far away. I, they didn't say exactly, Why? but yeah, they kept saying it's very far away. So there they are. Um, their family is far away. She, her family's far away from her. And she feels closest to her aunt, Dottie. Mm-hmm. And Dottie stays, I think, the first mm-hmm. night or two or whatever. But then the family comes in shifts. And remember, the mom comes to visit one time. Mm-hmm. She's sitting in the bed with her daughter, and Dottie's there, the aunt's there. And the mom says, okay, hey, listen, it's going to be okay. Tonight I'm going to come. I'm going to come back or whatever. I'm going to have my stuff or tomorrow, and I'm going to stay a couple of days. That's when she's like saying, no, mom, that's a bad idea. It's too much for me. 
And her mom is like, no, baby, it's okay. I'm going to be here. I won't get on you. I won't bother you. know, she said, and she's like, no, no, I just want to be alone. Mm -hmm. And that's when she's saying, I don't know what it is. She, yeah, she needs to talk to someone to really to be able to help her see what and understand what she's feeling. Right. And say, you know, maybe part of it does blame your mom. And it's okay. Yeah. It's all part of the process. It's totally okay. It is okay. If you want to say it to her. Say it to her if yeah. that's gonna happen. You will come back and say, I didn't mean it like that, you know, but yes. it is okay. And and this is where I saw an example of the mom just like the mom doesn't have any boundaries. She just says, says stuff. She says, you know, as Christina's getting upset and crying and stuff, right? And saying, I don't know what it is. She says to her this, she goes, um, she goes, Christina, you need to calm down. And then she says, uh, Christina says, I, I can't hold it in anymore. I can't hold it in. And she says, well, that's what we're here for. You can, you can yell at us. You can scream at us. And I'm thinking, you just told her to calm down. And then you said, it's okay to scream at you. <laughs> I'm like, you know what? You're just saying she just doesn't. She needs to understand how to communicate. Mm-hmm. You know, she just saying whatever. And I just thought. Well, you know, I, I think this is a mom that's walking on eggshells. Like, if I say that, we should be fine. If I don't say it, we should be fine. Like, I don't think she... Well, but for a mom walking on eggshells, she talks I, th- a whole heck of a lot. She needs to learn how to did. walk on eggshells. I don't think she knows. I don't think she did. You don't think she, what, talks too much? No, I that's don't. What, that's one of the main things that she did wrong, I, was she was talking too much to her daughter. Leave her alone. Okay, you you want to be with her, be with her, be quiet. Who do you talk to when you have all those emotions going out? And well, the only other person you can share with is her. Well, but that's why we say, and we both agree that they need to fix that. Right. They need to talk but, to but somebody they else. They but didn't, they haven't. Yeah, yeah they didn't. So, yet. no, she can't. She's not going to stop her. This, I just told you, she feels like she killed this kid. Yeah. So, no, no, she doesn't need uh-huh. to stay quiet. She doesn't need to well, do all but, that. But, Maybe you do that after you go to therapy. But wait a minute, her daughter is in you. the bed, stressed out, crying, doesn't even understand what she's feeling in her head. Right. You, and and then you have a mom here wondering, why do you hate me? Well, yeah, but because surely... Because this one hasn't even said anything to her. So she's like, what, what did I do? But you're not saying that you think that they can, like, they should try to work it out when the well, daughter can't deal with point, it. At this point, I don't you know? think... They should not not try because they don't even know what's wrong with each other. Wait a minute. Hold on. They should not. There's no. (laughs) Yeah. There's no communication from either. Like the mom is the only one communicating. I don't think the daughter ever makes it clear and says, look, mom, I know you can talk about it or want to talk about it. I just can't talk about it with you. I just can't. Because every time the mom starts to bring up the the subject or the situation, Uh Christina just walks away and shuts down say it to her say it there's never that you know so here's a mom thinking what do i do as a mom let me help my daughter let me try and talk to her about it let me you know share what i feel there's never that communication between amongst both of them yes versus like if you see christina with Dottie and and daniel it's because they never talk to her that's why she likes being there well, and yeah, only that's when true. She asks that's totally true. Yes. Then, then they're like, oh, oh, okay, she's asking something. Yeah, and then repeat. when when her mom when her mom comes in and keeps trying to talk to her, Dottie like says says, look, she just doesn't want to talk about it right. at all. Like they and, just yeah. And remember, the mom in the hospital bed, the mom looked at her aunt and said, "Can you help me here? Yeah, Can like, you help say, me talk to her?" Right. And then Dottie's like, "She don't want to talk." See, but you see, know, that's the difference. Dottie's yeah. not the Dottie's mom. Dottie's not the one. She's I not know. the mom. I know she's so, not the mom you know, and she's not know, the one that as, was there. It's like they say. It's like my mom says. People might be very nice to you. <clears throat> they will never love you like your mom does. 
So Dottie may think, oh, yeah, I love her and everything, but that's not your daughter. So I am sure you're not feeling half of the things. Well, her yeah, mom of course, is the mom is worried to death. So here's the death. mom worried to death, yes. trying to be like, what's wrong? Say it, scream it. I, so you don't, you really, you don't blame either one, but you think, no. you think the daughter should have had more patience with her mom? Well, I think, you know, at Christina? this point, we both, you as this girl, and I don't want to call her an adult because she's not, but. Right. Someone that has been willing to take so much and not even began to deal with this. You, she obviously can see that her mom can. She keeps breaking down, and you know. Yeah. So why not give her, give her a break? <laughs> yeah. You know? Give the mom a break. Yeah, she never. Well, you know what? I think it would be nice if she could give the mom the break, and, and it would I be nice if the thought, mom could give the daughter right, a break. And, but that's what great. I'm saying. Like, I, I cannot blame either one of them, and I would not <clears> say <throat> the mom needs to keep her mouth shut. No. Well, I was. I didn't know what was going to happen when they said she had to be in the hospital two months. Uh, I was really worried. I was scared. What the heck is that going to be like? Right. And then we have this blow up with the mom. I actually didn't expect there to be any issues with the mom. I, I don't know why. I just didn't expect that. But then, you know, they had that. And, you know, Christina showed some emotion there. Right. Which right. we hadn't seen. Um and then they something really nice happens, which I thought for sure we we're going to see emotion for Christina, and we still didn't. Mm-hmm. And they, you know, they, she's telling the us, the audience, that the baby shower got canceled, right? And her friends are coming to mm-hmm. visit to cheer her up. When actually it was they did a surprise birthday or uh, baby shower, right. brought it to the hospital, the hospital. What I thought was the perfect thing to right. do because she knows that all those people had to bring all that stuff, mm-hmm. arrange for the room in the hospital, mm-hmm. and come all that way for mm-hmm. her and the baby. Mm-hmm. I mean, I really expected her to just break down and cry and stuff. But you know what? It she didn't, and in my opinion, it was clear she was saying it the whole time after you know from the hospital on that it's because nothing matters because she just wants Todd there. Right. And. I don't, you know, you got to talk to an expert about that because right. how the heck do you handle that? This dude is mm-hmm. gone. Mm-hmm. He is dead and gone. He is not coming back. And you want him back real bad. Mm-hmm. Yo, what are you going to do? Mm-hmm. You know, that's whoa, that's some serious stuff. So um, I think only a month goes by and they see that the baby is actually bigger. Right, but they can't stop the labor anymore. Right, they don't. They she said the doctor said, you know what, just we continuing to everything. do this is not going to help. Right, so we're going to take the the drugs off, and I, she made it feel like they were going to say, well, so we're going to let you go home. But he said, so I think we should just take the baby out. You know, right, and and, and this <clears throat> is the part where, um, and and maybe we're confusing it, or I'm confusing it with the part where they actually tell her that she's going to stay in the hospital before she even knows and which I thought this is one of the most important parts because you know her mom says I'm here I'm here because she's freaking out and, and again I don't remember if it's before the C-section or before they or right after they have announced to her like you're going to stay here in the hospital for a month and a half and the mom keeps saying I'm here she doesn't even hear that she yeah. just says Where's Dottie? I want Dottie. Oh, yeah. I want Dottie. No, when she's first in the hospital and has the early labor. Right. And they're administering the drugs to try to calm. She, 14 hours she's in there. Right. And she's having contractions. Anything. And they're trying, they can't get it under control. So it's stressful. Mm-hmm. Everybody's stressed out. And she's mm-hmm. having contraction pains at six months. And then her mom is there. And she says, when she's in pain, she says, where's Dottie? And she says, and the mom don't even answer the question. She says, I'm here, baby. It's okay. And she said, where's Dottie? I want And say, I don't know. She's outside. She said, get her. I want her. 
And the mom is she, she you can see her. She turns yeah. her head and she's like, Ugh. she's disgusted and so disappointed I don't and think hurt. She was disgusted at all. What, I what do you think? Hurt? She, Angry? Not no anger. I don't think this mom ever feels anger or anything against Dottie. Right, right. No, 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 not like, against her. You know, she knows. Well, what's the emotion that you think it is? What's her? What's she feeling? What is the mom feeling when she said that? Basically, she lost her daughter forever. Mm. It's like you know, she. I I do think the mom, part of her at this point is like, you know, you do blame me. You fuck. You hate yeah. me. And she doesn't understand why, huh? Yeah, she doesn't. She's like, I didn't do anything to my daughter to she make her doesn't. But I mean, I mean, I think. I don't want to say she doesn't completely because she said it herself. I could have stopped it. I could like that's what she thinks. Yeah. So this girl is not making it any better for the mom. Yeah, yeah. It's yeah. like she's like feeding it. Like it's true. Yes. She exactly. Have no, it's bad it. enough if the mom feels responsible on her own, and if her daughter thinks it too. That's oh it. man, that's even worse. That's yeah. It. So that makes it worse. So, but the mom does. I I felt like okay, this is it's very good of her. You know, her at least when her daughter is there and in pain, she's not arguing anymore. Right. She just calls Dottie and she says she's asking for Dottie. Right. You know, and then she comes in. <clears throat> but, but that that was a part yeah, where so I that was, was yeah, you're like, right. That was an important part. But moving forward to when the doctor says we're gonna do a C section and he says right away, uh, who are you gonna have in the room with you? And the mom is standing mom is the only other adult in the room and looks at she looks at the doctor and says, Nobody. And I'm thinking, okay, she thought about this beforehand. She had mm-hmm. been thinking about this beforehand. And I think she decided, well, so I want here, Dottie. When she said nobody, <clears throat> I don't think she ever wanted Dottie. But when oh, she said she nobody, yes. you still thought, oh, the mom needs to understand. Well, at that point, I felt like there was no, these two people, it's clear, it's been clear throughout the whole episode, these two people cannot help each other right now and it's sad Mm -hmm. it's sad but Mm -hmm. they have competing needs Mm -hmm. and they are just dangerous for each other and so i I was like to me whatever happens all bets are off i don't want to ask i don't think you should ask the daughter to do anything for the mom and i don't think you should ask the mom to do Mm -hmm. anything for the daughter Mm -hmm. they need help Mm -hmm. they need help because they're not gonna be able to do it themselves so i wasn't you know to me it was christina again with her blank no emotion nobody yeah I don't think she was angry or being mean either. I think she was uh, functioning out of her own pain. And maybe at this point it was kind of like this is something that I wasn't going to share with anybody but him. He was going to be in there and that's it. Yeah. But she was very sure about it because be like, you know, she might have in her head thought, man, I was hoping he would ask me when I was alone. But the answer, I want to make sure everybody knows nobody. Mm -hmm. And she repeats it to Dottie. I don't want anybody in there. Yeah. I uh, but I disagree. I think that she wanted Dottie and I think she thought about it beforehand and she would want to daddy but she that's when but she this, decided i'm not gonna do that to my mom i'm not gonna do that i don't much. think she's ever thought that far oh i think so i don't think she's ever even considered her mom's feelings ever she oh, has not ever she does because she guess what ever. every time she's nice enough to say like remember in the car when right. she mom said can i have a hug she doesn't hesitate she just leans out and hugs her and when right. her mom says i love you she always says i love you too right but she's quick to get away she's quick to get away um and just it's funny. I didn't. I didn't. Mm-hmm. I didn't know that you were going to have this. Uh, the opinions that you have. Mm-hmm. So, um, so the C-section uh, happens, but the mom before the, before that happens, the mom actually almost immediately is crying. Breaks down. Yeah, right. breaks and, down. And, and and see, I appreciate that she walked away. 
Yeah. He was like, I'm not going to let her see this. Yeah, the doctor was like, Mom, are you okay over there? It's like too much. He's like, oh, you're just scared for her? She's like, yeah. Yeah, I was glad the doctor said that, gave her an escape. And And then she she goes out to the balcony and she's crying because she can't handle it. You know, my own daughter. And yeah, again, why? Why does my daughter not? Why would she not want me in there? I don't Mm -hmm. get it. And um, but then Dottie comes in and says, your mom's out there crying because she wants to be in the room. Mm And then Dottie. And still says, I mean, maybe if she just doesn't even talk to you or sit next to you. Yeah, even if she's quiet, can she be in just, there? <laughs> oh, Isabel, you were mad at Christina, huh? Yes, I was. I was like, you selfish little bitch. Like, this, like, this is like one of those big moments in every, you know. I mean, aside from if your partner's not there, which yeah. I always think it belongs to the partner. There are some moms that want to take over and be in that room, you yeah, know? Yeah, yeah. But you're just like, you didn't create this. You didn't help create this. This is me and my partner and my f- whoever, you know? So at this point, it's kind of like, you have taken everything away from your mom. The whole pregnancy, the grieving process with you, the, you know, baby shower. Yeah, yeah. You know, your cravings, your much because you obviously have been away. Yeah. And yeah. now you're about to take the one thing that she can really share with you and say this is why you're my daughter and this is why we're mom and dad now you know what it's going to feel like and she is just so easy and so well she's numb just said exactly so what does it matter if you're numb why and, because and she knows really, one thing and if you really, she knows one thing i don't want my mom around i don't right. want my mom i don't right. want my mom i don't so want my if mom you have really thought about i feel your mom. like this is such a great I conversation i was gonna break man i was gonna break. i mean no i but just just if i could allow myself an opinion. I was telling Marissa. Come on, Ronnie Junior Media. What do you have to say? Well, I mean, just real quickly. I was saying uh-huh. how great that you know you guys made me a non sixteen and pregnant fan really like the show. And then usually it's the two of you, the banter. It's so funny. And then I was telling Marissa, I go, you know what? The show is a little different today because there was a lot of serious topics. Yeah. And I said, man, Marissa, like they don't just make it funny on these other episodes when Ed's talking about you know this baby daddy, that baby daddy. Right. But even like this show today, where there was the I guess you said the father passed away. The, the yes. guy. I mean. So it's a credit to you guys. I mean, I didn't want to cut in, but it's a credit. And I know we'll go to commercial in a second, but it was a credit to you guys. <laughs> Gotta love Ronnie Jr. Yeah. Media, boy. <laughs> it's a credit to you guys for, you know, holding two different sides of a great uh, after show. And I'm sure our iTunes fans uh, will appreciate that. So I, I that's have, just my yeah. point. Okay, no problem. We can go to commercial. I have to take credit because Isabel doesn't use credit. Right. She doesn't use sh- cash only. Uh, <laughs> hey, guys. What's happening? We are the America's Best Dance Crew ABDC After Show coming to you guys. We watch the show every week just like you, and we go every Friday to the set to interview and talk to the crews behind the scenes and let you know what is happening behind the scenes. Hey, everybody. We are After Buzz Mob Wives Edition, the only Mob Wives After Show out there. I'm your host, Adrian Vera, with my lovely co-host. Kevin Undergaro. Grant Rudder. Cameron Marston. You guys can check us out every week. We have a lot of fun. We drink wine. We talk about the show. So check us out. We're also doing the Big Ann show. So tune into that and Mob Wives Chicago. Hey guys, what's happening? We are the Game of Thrones After Buzz crew. I'm Dave Klein. Bethany Jaber. Kristen Elizabeth Snyder. Simone Boyce. And we come to you every single week live Sunday nights at 9 p.m. Pacific time for we are kings of the Game of Thrones after show. And we have one thing to say. Oh shadow baby Oh shadow baby Oh shadow baby After Buzz TV What do you want to buzz about? After Buzz After Buzz After Buzz 
wow, that was a whole brand new commercial, and we had like a quartet thing going there at the end. That was pretty cool. That was not a quartet. That was <laughs> myself, Marissa, Phil, and Kevin. We were all back here, and we just we like that to sing sometimes. That sounds like four people in English. That's called a quartet. Damn. Okay. <laughs> okay. Okay, please. Okay. Miss all me right. with the four people is not a quartet, Ronnie Jr. Media. That time of the month for you, sir. <laughs> anyway. Um, no. Um, so, and I actually have like one little piece of news that we'll get to, but we can wrap up. We can get to finish up the show here because I was actually so like, I was touched. You know, I, I mean, I wasn't touched when she said that she her mom was going to be able to go in because she said it like, okay, she can come in. Right. right you know, it was like, right, I know right. you didn't like that either. No. But the mom, and you know, it's too bad. Like, you know, her daughter was like unconscious, uh, and it's too bad that our, our shows have to. We have a time frame because yeah. this, this is one of those episodes where there's so much yeah. to talk about. But hey, luckily the baby made it. Yeah, the baby made it three pounds a month in ICU. Uh, you know, and where and she stayed in the hospital, I think, for two weeks or something, two or three right, weeks after. And then drove every yeah, day. And then drove to every day um, to see the baby, which I'm glad she did. There's no right, other way to do it. Right. You know? Right. I, honestly, I don't know if I would have been able to go home. Right. But you yeah. have to. They don't let you stay. I don't <laughs> they know. They kick you out. Yeah. So I it's mean, not like you can stay there. Ooh, so, it would have been hard. And, and I, I don't think they, they could afford, uh, you know. Yeah. It's not like they got unlimited uh, money. Hotel for a month because yeah. they say he's going to be here for a couple of weeks. Yeah. But she finally gets him home, which is all yeah. nice. She gets him home. But it's bittersweet. Yeah. Here he is, and she cannot share the happiness. Or mm-hmm. and then now we're starting to see how she, part of her, is rejecting the baby. How do you, you know? What, what'd you we, see? we hear it during the ther- when she finally finally goes to therapy, yes, which I was like, which really, we were glad relieved this whole time to get it. Like you need therapy. Yeah, I don't know. Why. Um, but I, you know, and and we she mentioned several times that she can't stop breaking down, which I called it. I said during postpartum, oh my god, this is when she's gonna break. Combine this it all. It. Huh? This is it. Yeah. Um, and it happens, and she's fine at therapy, and the therapist asks her and says, "Are you finding it hard? Is it hard to um, bond with the baby?" And she says, "Yes." Okay, I thought, okay, that's what you mean, yes. Well, I mean, I I do feel like there's part of it is a little rejection. It's like she wants to love it so much, and then it's kind of like, I I just want to forget, you know. Yeah, because every every good thing that happens with the baby reminds her that Todd is not experiencing it. Right, and then she says, I just can't. He looks so much like him. Oh, man. And and it's like you say, she's always going to stare. Had this baby and there's Todd's face. Well, I have okay. I have two things, and the one thing I was going to say was that the mom was really appreciative that she got to be in the room. Ugh. Remember, she talks she to her. She hasn't even woken up. Yeah, which, you know, she I tells heard the her parents it, tend yeah. to do that a lot when we get older and Talk to, we're asleep. Yeah, and it's, this is the only time they can come in the room and be like. God, I love you, but don't know how to say it when you're awake because you're just a bitch or something, you yeah. know. But here she is, <laughs> hasn't come back from you know. Being on this, what is it that they give you guys? Um, not give you guys. You haven't had a baby, but epidural, which knocks you out. Oh, sometimes. I was about to say. Well, yeah, and, she probably had a local and epidural. Right, she was passed out. Right, and she says it to her without <clears throat> her even hearing her. Yeah, she, it, it, it means, wasn't important for her to even know. Yeah, this. it was more. She had to say it. Yes. Yeah, she said, "Thank you for letting me in there." It means more than you'll ever know. Mm-hmm. Um, and then the rest is kind of boring because it wasn't anything sixteen and pregnant. And you know, we were glad that she went to therapy, but you know, she had like tons of family and friends offering to help with the baby. She's like, "That's okay, I'll do I, it by myself." I want to be alone. You know, a little three pound baby. Maybe there's not a lot of poop. I don't know. But um, 
Anyway, uh, so what I did was, I don't know if you did this, I watched the little after show Mm -hmm. of her. And get this, okay, this is my news and gossip for her or whatever. Um, Yes. And I also have one about Amber that I just heard on, Mm -hmm. uh, Mm -hmm. I forgot where I heard it. Um, (laughs) What's that show with all the gossip? I think you made it up, yeah. Yeah, just make up a word. Edbowling.com. I make all all this stuff up. But, so... Uh, our f- little girlfriend here, Christina, actually, uh, a few months after the show, started dating someone and is engaged. And guess what? It is a friend of Todd. And Todd's family is actually very unhappy about the fact that she is dating this guy and engaged this guy named TJ, I think his name is. And they said to her, you can date anybody you want, but not TJ. And they, I, something, I, whatever, I, you know, she, it, all we hear is her side, but she's, she's got her hair colored, she's, her makeup's mm-hmm. good, she's looking, you know, nice, and she showed the, the little engagement ring. Oh, it wasn't the same one that yeah, Todd gave her? It wasn't the same one. No. I, I was just wondering. <laughs> no, it was different. It had a totally different look to it. Um, but I thought that was odd, because I thought, this is a girl who is not going to be with anybody for a long time. Well, no, no, that makes sense. You, well, you go to the closest thing. Well, I no, mean, no, it, brothers taken. Yes, because I thought about the brother too for a minute. Yeah, I, I thought, I thought maybe. you were gonna say, "Oh my God, he, she slept with the brother." No, 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 no. <laughs> but, um, but I didn't think this one. I didn't. I agree, it makes sense. But this girl, I didn't think so. I thought she was just gonna because I thought she was gonna be a, too much and of a wreck. She's Sixteen. Yeah, but look at how bad this was. Yeah, they don't. They, that doesn't change. Okay, my other uh, gossip is that uh, Amber, who is, uh, you know, our... Vintage 16 Yeah, vintage, uh, <laughs> constantly in trouble, and we don't like that. We don't feel bad. I would love to see an Amber comeback story. I would really like to see her come back and just be clean Aww. and sober and boom. If couldn't do it, she's not going to do it. Well, I hope she can. But she was, uh, I guess, in front of the judge to have, like... Um, uh, you know, community service assigned, mm-hmm. and she stopped the judge and said, "Judge, you know what? Or no, have a rehab. Be sent to rehab." Judge said, or she told the judge, "You know what? Just send me to jail. <laughs> uh, I'd rather it go to prison work. than do rehab because I can't do I can't deal with rehab," which I thought was uh, unfortunate. But anyway, that's news and gossip. Um, predictions. Uh, predictions. Well, I can't wait to see the after show. Well, hold on. Uh, we got to wait for Ronnie Jr. Oh, Media Music. <laughs> And now, your After Buzz TV <laughs> predictions. After Buzz. After Buzz. After Buzz. I like it. And I was just doing that to be that. funny. I like the After Buzz Quartet. <laughs> there's four of them. Okay, so, uh, yeah, next week we have... Now, this was the finale, but then there's the finale finale. Right, our after show. Right, which is the reunion, I guess, of all of Dr. the 16... Dr. Well, how many girls is that? Four, 12 girls? Wait, is it Dr. Phil? Usually, it's, Hasn't it usually been Dr. Drew, or did they oh, Dr. Phil it? She meant confused. Dr. Drew, yeah. but all they all the doctors look alike to her. I'll say it like that's now. Wow. All doctors look alike to oh, her. Oh, no. <laughs> Dr. Drew is, is fun I to watch. Dr. Phil and his Dr. voice. Dr. Phil, that's why. <laughs> yeah, that explains it. Whatever. Anyway. Um, By the way, so, I'm one of the few that really does not like Dr. Drew, and all my friends... You know what? That's true. I I think I've heard you say some stuff like about yeah, Doctor Drew. I can't stand him. But anyways, yeah. But in in comparison with Doctor Phil, though, that would be a very boring after show. Is all I'm saying. Yes. I mean, even if you like Doctor Drew or not, I do like Doctor Drew. Did you see him and Medea talking on that movie? That was some funny stuff. That was very entertaining. Medea should be Doctor Phil. 
But that's why Dr. Drew was in a comedy, because he is a joke. Why are you mixing them oh, up? You mean yeah. Dr. No. Phil was in a comedy. Oh, Dr. Phil. Jeez. All okay, the doctors so we, look alike to you. We just can't listen to her no more. Can't even. <laughs> but we love her. <laughs> yep, love us and Isabel. Okay, so, but anyway, so next week we will be back. And what's can't very exciting is we this. are, as Isabel and I made executive decisions, uh, that <laughs> yes. we will announce is that we're going to, because we have a show next week. So far, it looks like it's confirmed that Farah Abraham is going to be a guest on the show um, from our original 16 and Pregnant. Yes. And we're excited about that. And so we're going to combine this show where we uh, do an after show on the finale finale, the reunion of all the 12 girls. And then, you know, combine that with talking to Farah about what she's what's going on with her now. Mm-hmm. And uh, we hope you guys will all tune in. Please remember, we really appreciate uh, comments and ratings on iTunes. And and on- I really appreciate it, too. I'm just so, like, wanting to, you know, give this message to the iTunes people. Because when I was sitting here, I've told these two several times. I was like, 16 and Pregnant does not look like an interesting show whatsoever. I was truly passionate <laughs> against it. Right. You know, I speak my mind a lot of times. But, man, the way you guys had fun with it, it definitely drew me in. And then the fact that you were able to switch it up, do some serious stuff. What my encouraging words for the iTunes iTunes fans and our YouTube fans or whatnot mm-hmm. is to spread that word. And yes, tell a friend is one thing, but you guys know what the social media, media digital era of telling a friend is. It's called the retweet on Twitter. So make that happen. And, you know, yep. we all would definitely appreciate it here at After Buzz. I appreciate it. Hope to see you guys next week. Thank you. From Bing.com, executive producers Maria Manunos, Kevin Undergaro, Phil Svitek, and the entire AfterBuzz TV staff, we would like to thank you for listening to the AfterBuzz TV network. To watch or listen to other After shows and post comments or questions, be sure to visit AfterBuzzTV.com. I'm Sir Richard Wentworth, and this has been a presentation of AfterBuzz TV. Buzz you later. The views expressed herein are those of the hosts only and do not necessarily reflect the views of AfterBuzz TV or its owners or principals. 